What's going on, guys? Welcome to September's episode of Game of the Month, the show where we pick a game at random every month, and at the end of the month, we talk about it. My name's Seth, and joining me today is Chevy. Chevy, hopefully you're excited to talk about The Last of Us Part Two, which is our Game of the Month for September, and hopefully you're very excited, like I am, to find out what the community pick Game of the Month is in October. Um, I am looking forward to, but also kind of not looking forward to talking about The Last of Us, mostly just because I did not... Uh to play or experience it as much as i would like it to have so yeah this is gonna be really interesting because just being transparent now i've finished the game already i played it when it came out uh me and you jointly were going through it um but you know with our vacation and the week i was gone uh that's two weeks out of the month already and then we tried to like beeline it through and we got to like the second day and we'll talk about that more um, but you didn't finish it. So I have to find the balance of uh, wanting to talk about the game in its entirety as a full review, but also I don't want to spoil anything for you. Um, so we'll we'll uh, we'll feel it out and see how the review goes. But you guys will know I'm reviewing it in its entirety. Chevy is essentially giving you his review uh, of his impression of where he's at so far. So we'll get into that, though. And yeah, as far as uh, community choice. Um, yeah, I always look forward to that mostly because obviously it's not something we've, we've necessarily picked and, um, there is at least one item on there that uh, I would like to play anyways. So, Oh, that's, uh, that's good to hear. Um, and yeah, maybe you're watching, you're like, what's the community pick? Well, you've missed out. You can't vote anymore, but we asked you throughout September to vote for uh, your pick for the game of the month and how that's going to work is that has all been put on a list and we're going to go through and eliminate uh, your guys' picks until we have two runner-ups and the game of the month for October. Whoever picked that uh, can uh, celebrate and be like, hell yeah, it's been three years in a row now. I always win, psycho. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. Um yeah, so uh, I'll just tell you guys right now, the games that were voted for uh, are Hollow Knight, Ready or Not, Evil Dead the Game, Back for Blood, Divinity Original Sin 2, Warframe coming back after a long hiatus for us, and finally Neon White. So those will be the uh, nominees to find out what will be the game of the month for October. And I want to thank everybody who participated in voting. We tried something different this year. We had you guys vote once the entire month. In prior months, we've had you vote like every single episode, which uh, seems to be a grueling process. And uh, this is like nice, simple, easy. And uh, I think it's going to be pretty cool because we have a brand new uh, way we're going to be picking game of the month here and Possibly moving forward, Chevy found a, a cool thing that I'm going to show you guys right now. It is a wheel. It's not a random number generator from randomnumbergenerator.org, uh, which I'm very excited about because it looks a lot better. And yeah, this thing's going to spin. It's going to land on something, and then we're going to knock it off and keep going until we get the top three, and then we'll figure out what the runner-ups in the, uh, the, the game of the month is. But if this works out well, we're going to continue to do this uh, every month for game of the month because it just looks better. Uh, it's a lot more fun for us to watch the wheel spin because we don't know where it's going to land. And uh, yeah, so let's know in the comments if you like this or if you want us to go back to uh, clicking a button and getting a number. Which, Spreadsheets uh, and numbers, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I don't mind, but I, I as soon as you showed me this, I was like, that's much better yeah. like visually. Like I just, I, I dig that so much more. Um, although it is fun for me to pick the number, 
tell you what the number is and then you reveal what the game is. But here it's going to be for everybody at the same time. So that'll be pretty cool. Uh, anything you want to say before we start eliminating uh, people's picks? I have five of these games, so that's convenient. It's very convenient. Uh, some of the people who picked some of these games have played some of these games with me before. So I was like, okay, I, we can go back to playing those. That's fine yeah. with me. So, um, yeah. Again, Hollow Knight, Evil Dead, Divinity, Original Sin 2, Back for Blood, Warframe, Ready or Not, and Neon White. Those are the picks. We're going to start eliminating right now. I'm going to click the wheel, and the first one that gets pulled will be pulled off the wheel, and we'll continue forward from there. All right, ready? Yep. Let's do it. Three, two, one, go. The unfortunate loser is... Oh, no. I wanted to play that. <laughs> ah! Oh. Bye-bye. Ne never mind. All right. Well, thank you for... Uh, whoever voted for Hollow Knight but has been removed, better luck, better luck, better luck next year. Uh, all right, next one up, uh, removed. Okay, three, two, one, go. Uh oh, Warframe. Sorry, Chris. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying not to name who voted for these, so it's not like you know. Yeah spotlight on him but uh that was his pick goodbye tano all right well we might just have to decide to return to warframe on our own volition but uh he's playing it right now so if you want to play with him it'd be a good time to do it yeah he was saying he's he's been on a kick again and that's why he picked it which mm -hmm. i uh was like you know what we kind of need to go back and check out what's new i haven't played it in a couple years so uh but i guess i'm not playing it for the channel so removed all right we have five left for anybody listening that's neon white evil dead the game divinity original sin 2 back for blood and ready or not I'm feeling pretty good because I would want to play all five of these games. Five, one, two, three, four, five. I'm feeling less good because there's two of them I'd have to buy still. <laughs> True. But otherwise, it's fine. I think these are all shooters, though, except for Divinity. Isn't Neon White a shooter? A platformer shooter, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Very interesting. October might be a very easy month. All right, let's do this in three, two, one, and go. I'm kind of hoping for uh, Ready or Not, but we'll see. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh, all right, Neon White. It was uh, good knowing you. That's a game I was actually... Honestly, that's the one I was like sneaky rooting for because that's, that's the one, the one I, I wanted. That's yeah. the one I don't own. And I was like, I don't know if I was going to play that or not, but this would force me to do it. I might still check it out for sure but because um, I've heard good things about it, but sadly, it has been removed. Yeah, I figured when you said, because I'm thinking, like, you're not, you don't give a shit about Evil Dead, the game, or Ready I mean, or Not. I, I own Back for Blood, and I never played it. True, yeah. We've uh, we've talked about playing it, too, uh, but we never did. Um, out of these four, what uh, which one are you hoping for? I'm going to say it's going to go bye-bye, but uh, probably Divinity out of these yeah. four. Yeah. I think it'd be cool to do a co-op campaign and well, we started to yeah yeah when we got it last time we if we still it. have that file we should just continue that maybe or something so anyway uh yeah the one i'm well the two i'm hoping for the most right or not are evil dead the game but i'm down to play any of these games um, I, I enjoy all of them but uh all right three two one and go and the this elimination will enter us into uh the two runner ups and the i told you game of the month you shouldn't have said it. Yeah. You shouldn't have fucking said it. Goodbye. 
All right, Divinity Original Sin 2. It was uh, it was good knowing you, and we have entered shooters. Yep. All shooters. Very interesting. I'm not controlling this. If anybody's like, this is rigged, I have no <laughs> idea what's going to happen. So if I'm not mistaken, these all, at the very least, will end up on our Game of the Month list. Yes. Yeah. To clarify, all these have a chance or will eventually be our Game of the Month Um which will be weird because we would have Back for Blood on our list. It's of, already on the list. Yeah. yeah, which will be very interesting if it gets put as a runner-up. So, I would also say if it gets picked, we should probably take it off the list. <laughs> yeah, unless we love it so much. Sure. Um, all right. So, any uh, any last words out of these three? Which one? I don't even know what two of them are. So you could just sabotage one, name that one. <laughs> be like, I don't want to play that. I'm just gonna say that one. I'll just say Back for Blood then. It's already on the list. All right. First runner-up, or second runner-up. How's that work? Second runner-up. I don't know these words. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is becoming hilarious. <laughs> All right, so Evil Dead, the game, is uh, now on our list. I'm going to put that down. Evil Dead, the game runner up all right so we will be playing evil dead the game at some point uh via game of the month last two i am very comfortable with the idea of playing ready or not i'm i'm not gonna talk about too much it might be the game we have to review um but it would be interesting to return to back for blood so i'm actually pretty okay with either of these so anything you want to say you want jinx anything no, I'm, I'm done talking about it. All right. Well, let's find out what the uh, one that gets eliminated will be the runner-up. The one that is still still around will be the game of the month, to be clear. Let's find out what our game of the month is and runner-up. In three, two, one, and go. Which one's Psycho Pick? Do you pick Back for Blood? Did he lose? He, he did <laughs> lose. That was close, though. <sighs> All right. Back for Blood is uh, remaining on our Game of the Month list. Yeah, it's still there. It's already there, so easy enough. Psycho did not win three years in a row, so for people who think that he always wins, (laughs) uh, damn near close, always wins. But uh, yeah, our Game of the Month for October will be Ready or Not. If you don't know what Ready or Not is, congratulations uh, for who voted for that. I think that was Josh. Um, Ready or Not is uh, like a SWAT four style rainbow six old school rainbow six style game where you uh go through different missions uh it's very slow paced very tactical um you peek doors you uh breach and clear um you arrest people you try not to shoot people but sometimes you have to and it is a really tense and um uh tactical game that I've played, and I'm really interested to see what you think of it because it's uh, not really a game <sighs> no, that I think you would play. It's a little out of my comfort zone. But uh, you've played Rainbow Six Vegas back in the day, yeah. so uh, this is just a more hardcore version of that, I would say. I'm, so, I'm sure I'll adapt. Yeah, so game of the month for October is ready or not. Congratulations on people who voted for that, the one person. And uh, thank you again, everybody who participated in this. It was a lot of fun to do it this way and find out uh, with you guys. And uh, we'll do it again next year. Might do it the exact same way because that was kind of simple, sweet, easy. So, yeah. All right. Let's uh, 
let's jump into the game we actually played uh, in September, which was The Last of Us Part 2. If you didn't get a chance to play The Last of Us Part 2, let me black this out. Uh, it is the sequel to The Last of Us, a highly acclaimed, critically acclaimed game that uh, everyone knows about already. Uh, in The Last of Us Part 2, you continue the uh, story of Joel and Ellie uh, from the original game. Um I'm going to be vague with this, although I'm going to warn you right now. The spoilers that you and I are both privy to, we're going to discuss here. So if you don't want partial spoilers, um, maybe not not watch this. I don't know. But um, but I'm going to keep this intro vague just in case you're still thinking about sticking around or not, I guess. Um, the story is about, uh, I guess, uh, well, revenge, revenge easily, but uh, loss, regret... Um, and yeah, emotions, I guess it's, uh, a certain thing happens in the story that leads, uh, Ellie on a, uh, uh, a quest for revenge. I guess I'll just leave it that way. We'll talk about it. Um, it is a third person, uh, action shooter. That has some stealth elements in it. You run around, you shoot things. You're able to upgrade your weapons. You're able to um, get like uh, little manuals that allow you to um, uh, get better at using and doing certain things. Um, pretty much perks. And uh, yeah, it's a Naughty Dog game, so it's got that AAA excellent quality you expect from a Naughty Dog game. It's one of the pinnacles of AAA gaming. And uh, it is a very bloody, gory, and uncomfortable game um, that we both, while well, I played, you watched me play. Um, and yeah, to be clear, one more time, you got pretty much to day two. You're like right before it. Um, and I have beaten the game. So how about we start with your impressions of the last part two uh, with the caveat, of course, that uh, you have not finished it. Okay. Um. So yeah, uh, first and foremost, I did see the entirety of the original game. So mm-hmm. uh, this what the story on this is not lost on me. And uh, that being said, I do think they do a good job of um, immediately tying the two games together um, with some some flashbacks and some some new stuff. Um, I think they do a good job in that regard. It is a very very good looking game. Um, yeah, this is a PS4 game. I'm looking at it on on PS5, and I'm like. That was a really good-looking game. It's a very good-looking game, um, and a lot of uh, attention to detail in places they really didn't have to. Um, specifically in like the foliage and stuff like that is probably some of the best I've seen. Um, might be a little biased because of the location, but <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, what did you think of uh, post-apocalyptic Seattle? I think they did a pretty good job. I mean. You know, the advantage they have is because it's destroyed, it doesn't have to be, you know, one exact. for one. Yeah. 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 It's just like, yeah, that's where the freeway was. We don't have to really detail it because it got destroyed. Yeah. Um, but mostly, I don't care about the city part so much as, mm. as I do, like, you know, obviously we live here, but this is a very green state. Mm. Um, and, and be able to, like, kind of see what would happen if, um, you know, Mother Nature just got to grow without us cutting her down constantly mm-hmm. um it's an interesting perspective to see because you don't see seattle in a lot of things even though you see it more and more now i feel like people are getting 
burnt out on LA and New York in games. So they're like, where else? Uh, Seattle's interesting. That's probably going to do Texas, but yeah. Uh, that'll be coming, dude. Florida and Texas, I'm sure. But uh, with how much people are going there, I guess. But uh, anyway, it's uh, so it's interesting to see, you know, uh, a place we know in person, obviously, um, done to this level in such a triple A way. Mm. Uh, being post-apocalyptic is really interesting to see. Yeah, I think it's probably one of the, the only times I haven't really complained. Um, you know, the the one that kind of sticks out in my mind is, uh, uh, was that, Infamous? Mm-hmm. Uh, their take on Seattle was... An island on Mars. More like a theme park than a yeah, city. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, so... It was like, look, there's the Space Needle. Everything's brick and, and everything's got a reddish hue to it. And uh, you're on an island. Yeah, it was kind of weird, but um, I mean, whatever, right? It's a video game. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so <clears throat> I obviously I didn't play, so I don't know how it feels, but I assume it it, it feels just like the last game did. Um, it looks like there's a lot more um, things that can be done. So I'm, I, I don't know how that translates to button presses, but um, it does seem a lot more complex uh, than the first game in that regard. Yeah, and honestly, the biggest mechanical changes... I mean, everything feels better than it did before, but you can lay down now. You can only crouch in the first one, and uh, there's a jump, but it's not a jump that you can really bunny hop with. It's more for uh, jumping onto things, over things, stuff like that uh, when you are, like, platforming as opposed to, like, you know, jump around shooting or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I also thought it was kind of interesting, and obviously, it, I guess it makes sense, you know, with, uh, and you had kind of said this, with the time being further ahead in this game, um, but the fact that, uh, clickers are so like prevalent mm. early on in the game was kind of surprising to me, uh, which is convenient for somebody making a sequel to a game. Cause they're like, well, what do we do? Clickers aren't like a new big thing anymore. So they throw them in there, but also fits with the lore cause they've been, you know, around longer. So they've gotten to that part of that transformation. Right. And in the, in the first game, they kind of explain the, the longer the infection goes, they goes through stages basically. Mm. So, um, so it would make sense you would run into more clickers, um, you know, probably more on an equal level than you that you would with the runners. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the introduction of new infected was neat. Um, I, it, I it probably explains somewhere in the game, but um, I ended up looking it up on a wiki while we we're playing because, as mentioned, I didn't get through the whole game. Um, but I like how the the new infected is basically also a stage three infection, but because uh, the northwest is a um, wet environment in comparison to uh, the first game's environments. Uh, instead of them turning to bloaters, they turn into these uh, like gaseous, acid gaseous mm-hmm. uh, type things. Which I fucking hate. Yeah. Um, so, so, so it's kind of interesting to read that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that it's effectively a bloater. It's just because the environment's different. The uh, the buildup of the the spores happens a little differently. Yeah, I, I found that really clever because they're like, we got to introduce a new enemy type, but we already have this system where they evolve a specific way, and it's like, oh wait, we're taking this to like a really like moist like rainforest type area, so we can actually create a new, uh, you know monster essentially because of the environment i'm like oh, that's smart so now like if they take you to another location in a you know potential uh last of us part three um, they can inter- introduce something based off of where you're at then mm. it's clever um yeah so uh i also enjoy that you start the game you know basically 
very loosely, you know, kind of like where he left off the, the last game. So a little mm-hmm. bit of time has gone by. And then you get this like four year, four year time mm-hmm. skip. Um, and then everyone's older. And I like that kind of stuff in, in all mediums where, where people actually age a little bit. It's a nice detail. I know it can be a little tricky because you're going to have those people who like look at every little thing in the game and go, this doesn't make sense because it's been four years, blah, blah, blah type of thing. So I, I understand there's a headache involved. And time bubbles are usually easier to deal with. But mm-hmm. um, I liked it. I liked that a lot. Uh, seeing you know Ellie more grown up, I believe that would make her an adult now. Because uh, was she 14 or 15 in the first I game? I think so, yeah. So she'd be 18, 19 now. Uh, and seeing that, you know, basically this this place that they've ended up in, they've built all these relationships, and we didn't have to necessarily go through, and it might happen later in the game in flashbacks or something, but we didn't have to go through and learn all these characters. They were kind of just introduced to us as if, you know, they've known each other naturally. Yeah. Yeah. So we just get to see them interact with each other and learn about them a little more organically through storytelling. Like when they're talking, when you're, when you're like walking around and stuff like that. And, and, uh, as part of conversations and stuff. And I, I actually really like that cause I really hate when, um, the viewers kind of treated like an idiot. <laughs> oh, hundred so. percent. I, I do think there is a very organic and natural progression in the writing Uh, on this game across the board especially the whole game if you allow yourself to play through it some people didn't uh want to do that um it's able to pull off something that i think is really really hard to do um but even with these characters you could just like use exposition and have somebody just explain like oh that's dina we met her like three years ago oh yeah you did meet her three years ago where'd you find her oh we found her blah blah like something stupid like that but they just start talking naturally and they're able to fill in some of these gaps and then they allow the characters to flesh themselves out to the point where um you get to know them in in such a way that you're not even thinking about like well who the fuck's this person right right um yeah, where do I go from here? So, uh, at one point, we are introduced to another character named Abby. Abby, right? Abby, yeah. Infamous Abby. Um, and we kind of loves Abby. We kind of go through this sequence where she's with her group, and uh, you know, obviously, this is new for everybody at this point in the game. And uh, well, so you told me that you did not run into spoilers on this game. None. Yeah. Which is fucking insane to me, but pretty wild. Uh, we are in full spoiler territory now, though, so if you have not played this game or you haven't seen leaks or whatever, uh, Abby kills Joel um, in the game, and you went into the game not knowing that. Right. Um, so what were you... Because I didn't get that. I saw the leaks, so I knew this was going to happen. I didn't have the context. I'm like, who the fuck is that? Why did that happen? But you got to actually experience the game the way the game was intended, which I'm very jealous uh, that you got to just go in blindly because I looked at the leaks. Um, what was it like being introduced to a brand new cast of characters that inevitably kill a character that we love from the first game? Well, first off, you know, they, they introduce her and, and it means like, um, you know, you play her and then you're, you're interacting with this crew and you go on that walk with that guy or whatever. Mm hmm. Uh, but through their conversation, I started to get this vibe that she's probably looking. I assumed Joel and Ellie mm-hmm. because um, 
you could tell she was pissed off when they, they brought it up. Yeah. And I was like, well, what the fuck they do to her, you know, type of deal. Mm-hmm. And without them blatantly saying that I got that vibe anyways, because anyone who played the first game knows, you know, the amount of people who had to die in the first game. Yep. So, and then Joel's also got a past. Yeah. And so there's all these different, uh, variables, but it was interesting seeing that character as a playable character. Cause I, you know, obviously I don't, I still don't know where that's going. Cause we didn't get to revisit this. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm hoping we can sit down and actually continue playing it yeah. because I would like, I mean, I, I was having fun playing it, but uh, for your sake, I'd like you to continue the story of the last of us considering you have seen the first one fully yeah. through. So, um, and it kind of bounces around between, you know, characters or whatever uh, you, you get more, you know, Ellie's relationship with, with Dina and, and eventually, you know, obviously you have uh, a part where, a shit ton of infected are just everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and the person that ends up ru- people that run into to Dina is, is Joel and, and, uh, Tommy. And oh, you're talking about, uh, Abby. Yeah. yeah. Not Dina. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they basically escort her to her base camp, which unfortunately was a trap for them at, at the same time it's kind of what they were looking for handed to them on a fucking gold. silver platter yeah. yeah um yeah and then so we get obviously uh ellie it just happens to be in that area because they just they they know well they never made it to their checkpoint so they're one they're out looking but they split up and yeah. ellie happens to be the one over there so mm-hmm. um and yeah she also gets caught and then gets to witness the scene you said uh which is done by abby um it was surprised i was more surprised that it happened earlier in the game uh i kind of felt like it was gonna happen Mm -hmm. because i was trying to figure out what the catalyst of the game was gonna be yeah uh because in the first game obviously the catalyst is transporting ellie Mm -hmm. and then you the discovery of what you know her immunity and in this game i was like well everything's okay there has to be some drama that happens for yep. this and i once i i saw uh them basically once she shot joel's leg with the shotgun and his leg was fucked i was like yeah i don't think he's making her out of this so yeah um yeah shit's brutal and i imagine some people why i didn't like that um i like tragic storytelling mm-hmm. uh and i think it's a good catalyst for a revenge story uh, you know, don't get me wrong, I like Joel, and I'm sure they could have told a good story with him alive, but I do think um, there has to be uh, stakes stakes uh, in stories as well. Uh, I think a great example of this would be like the cyberpunk anime. Without going too into that, there are stakes in that anime, I'll just say that. We so. did an hour-long review of that over on Tasty Flicks, so go watch that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and after that, it's mostly, uh, without going into the details of the conversations that happened back at the base, uh, Ellie is on the hunt for these people, and Dina's coming with. Yeah, and it really emphasizes that like nobody's going to be able to stop her, Yeah, unless they were like to cage her or something like that, and everybody there knows that. Um, and uh, even in the time you've seen, it's kind of emphasized that like, you know, Dina's aware, like, you know, this is just going to happen regardless of what happens to Ellie or whatever. And so yeah. she's just trying to be supportive of it. She got her own shit happening as well. Yeah. You got to the point where you had revealed to you that uh, Dina is pregnant yep. while out on the hunt for people they're going to kill. So that exacerbates and things being chased by them yep. because they are in their territory now. And 
Yeah. 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 And that's a lot, a lot pretty much what I've seen. Um, when we left off, it was a flashback scene uh, yep. with Joel and Ellie, and we just stopped, so I don't know where that goes. Uh, but first impression so far, I think it's a good intro to the game. Uh, I don't know what the payoff's going to be because that makes and breaks stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so far, uh, the the tension is good and the reason is good. So, yeah. Um, I don't know where to begin with this. We're just uh... <laughs> so first off, I'm I'm a huge fan of The Last of Us. It's one of my favorite games ever made. Um, I think it's fantastic. I love the characters. So obviously, uh, this game was very impactful for me. Um, I was one of the unfortunate people who saw the leaks, uh, when they came out. So that, uh, impacted my early impression of the game, but I'm happy to say by the time, uh, I've finished it, um, I ended up loving the game. So, um, just kind of letting people know, cause I know some people saw those leaks and never even touched the game or barely played the game. So, uh, I told myself I had to, uh, play through it. So I know like what they're doing with it. But uh, it is kind of crazy to see, you know, the game's coming out. I'm already assuming Joel will die in it because I'm like, it's the sequel. He's getting older. World's fucked. Uh, they're going to definitely pass the torch to Ellie. So something's going to have to happen and it's going to be tragic and sad. I had no idea that they were going to use him as the catalyst, like you said, Yeah. Um, which makes complete sense because, yeah, things are going great where they're at. Um, things are still kind of rough, but they got a system down where they're going around. They're hunting down, uh, you know, any, uh, stragglers, any clickers around the area. They're looking for supplies. Um, you know, they're going to run into, um, you know, post-apocalyptic, uh, problems of like resources and stuff like that. But outside of that, they got a pretty good, um, so I say resources, uh, bandits or someone getting bitten and not saying anything type of deal. Exactly. So. Um, we're breathing in spores, but that mm. stuff happens pretty quick. Um, and so, yeah, the using Joel early on, I was also surprised that like right in the beginning of the game, they do it mm. and it's like, whoa, but it is the catalyst. Yeah. Um, and it does do a lot for the story later in the game um, that I can't go into too much, but because you've already seen a little bit of the nature of um, the time skip and then the flashbacks, the story heavily plays in the now but fills in a lot of the gap that we weren't there for mm-hmm. um, before, as you will see more of. Um, and so even though we lose Joel early in the story and it's fucking horrendous and brutal and it's supposed to be, um, we still don't, that's not the last we see of Joel in this story. Um, they play around with that uh, quite a bit. And so um, by the end, I think the payoff is, uh, is is worth it though i get how some people were upset about that um you're supposed to be so that's yeah. just how you take that um yeah so i it's a beautiful looking game i think it's one of the best looking games i've seen um you know it is a last gen game but uh it's a fantastic looking game character models are really good looking facial mocapping is fantastic it's happening even while you're playing uh, which other games do as well but this does it very well um the world is detailed lush uh going from different locations i mean nidog can do it all um i brought up when we're playing rockstar a couple times because i'm like there's only like a couple devs who can make games like this mm-hmm. and it's like rockstar naughty dog and i'm talking about like the whole thing i'm talking about on a tech level like 
putting this much work into like the textures, the character models, the animations, doing all the little things people don't have to do, but they do it because they're like, no, this game's going to be like the best looking game ever made. That's just what we're doing. I'd say the mocap's pretty um, crazy. I mean, just game. watch her play the guitar like yeah. in real time. I mean, like it's the fingers are like amazing. And obviously yeah. nowadays you just strap a bunch of stuff on the hands and they can do it, but it looks better than most people's stuff. So, uh, yeah, graphically, it is... Uh, it is it is a standard that other people are trying to achieve, so um, it's it's top notch. Um, performances are fantastic. Everyone plays their characters great. There's nobody holding this back in their performance, um, so that's also really good. Um, being vague, I love the story of this game, even though um, it is a brutal story. That's not it's not a happy story. So. Uh, you have to be kind of prepared for that. Like when you watch, uh, you know, something like really sad and you still appreciate it, but you're like, fuck dude, that was uh, a, that was a lot grave of the fireflies or something. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm not going to watch that again, but it was really good. Um, so yeah, this has that going on. Um, don't want to talk too much on that though. Uh, so yeah, I really like the story. I think the writing is really well done regardless of how you feel about Neil Druckmann or if you like the story or not, the, it's, it's uh, if you allow yourself to go through it completely and appreciate it, um, it's a very gradual story that I think is very responsible in how it achieves what it wants to achieve. If you let it, I know a lot of people are resistant to this game still, um, but you just gotta you just gotta play it and and let it unfold the way it's supposed to, because that leak really fucked this game and people's perception. Uh, so yeah, story's good. Uh, music's fantastic, of course. Um, environments are good. Uh, combat's the best it's been yet. It's definitely a more evolved version of the last game, but it's way more fun to play. And I thought the first game was fun. Some people were like, ah, the gameplay wasn't that good in The Last of Us. Just just the story. And it's like, nah, I like the gameplay. But I like stealth games. So the idea of like sneaking around, listening to people, taking them out slowly, and then getting into these like low-resource uh, gunfights... Uh, that's my bread and butter. So I like that kind of gameplay. This is that, but way better. Uh, it sounds like a small thing, but to be able to lay down in combat, I think is something like most games should have. I love that. Um, I like having options. Uh, the jump, you know, it's cool. I don't really use it a whole lot outside of like, you know, when they are like, Hey, you need to jump over there. I'm like, okay, I'll do that. Um, but yeah, guns feel really good. They're brutal. Uh, gore in this game is, uh, realistic, and uh, really impressive. Like you play like a game like Doom, and you want to watch everything just blow up and heads fly off and limbs and all sorts of shit. Uh, in this, you do it, and you're like, whoa! When you see like you know someone's skull break into pieces, and you can see part of their jaw somewhere, like you're like, wow, that's really crazy. Or like you know bullet holes or bloods pouring out and pooling on the ground, stuff like that. Like the game's really trying to be unsettling in that that sense, and they I think they pull it off. Um, I remember before the game came out, they were talking about. Uh, uh, how they wanted you to feel, not feel good when you shot people in the game, but you have to do it. Um, and so when the characters are talking to each other, they're calling each other by names. Um, you know, when someone dies, they're like, you know, upset about it. This, you know, this is their tribe. It's just like you're in your tribe. Um, they're really trying to push that feeling of like, these are humans just like you. Um, and I, I, I think they do a really uh, good job on it because the gameplay is still fun. I'll shoot, I'll shoot a motherfucker in a game for sure. But uh, that effort they put into trying to make it seem really gritty and dark and like, oh shit, I, I killed some random person. Um, 
is really really good they did a good job with that um and yeah the 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 gun upgrades are good they really matter i mean like you use the guns early on there's a lot of weapon sway uh, or aiming sway uh recoil uh, some guns don't have scopes stuff like that and as you uh get more parts that you're uh scavenging for you're able to upgrade these weapons uh, to make them feel a lot more lethal, um, a lot more helpful um, in situations. And then with certain upgrades, you're able to, you know, make more arrows with less resources, all that kind of stuff. So just slowly, you're just becoming a more proficient uh, Ellie assassin. Um, unless you're playing Abby, and you haven't seen much of her gameplay, but uh, she she's the muscle. She's the burrito muscle, and uh, she has a lot of punching and a lot of choking, so she don't need no upgrades. Um, but I'll leave it at that. We gotta play more. You gotta see her <laughs> gameplay because the thing that's interesting. I'll spoil it for you. Um, Ellie's uh, skill trees and weapons are not the same as Abby's. Okay. And so the progression is different on both the characters, and you'll see that uh, when we play it more. But I appreciate that too because it's not just like, well, it's her story now, but you have like the same guns and the same abilities, mm-hmm. stuff like that. They're completely different people. Um, and there's some things that happen later in the story where worlds collide, where you get to kind of really see that these are different people and it's and it's interesting and we'll 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 get there at some point um i don't really really what else to add outside of i can't talk about the a lot of the story that we haven't seen because uh there's a lot to talk about there but uh overall it's it's a fantastic game it's it's a game that other games strive to be um i love the characters i love the story um i think the writing's smart um joel being killed uh in general, but early on, uh, is a brutal tool that they had the balls to do. And a lot of people could have failed with that. And it would have pissed me off, but they didn't fail. And so I just have to fucking go, well, you, you did it. You, you, you successfully and responsibly did this to us and it worked. So that just kind of goes towards the writing aspect of it. Um, and yeah, seeing Seattle post-apocalyptic Seattle's cool. Uh, really interesting to see like landmarks. I'm like, oh, I've been there. I've been there. That's cool. That's cool. Um, I also appreciate the puzzle design in the game. It's it's basic, but it just gets your cogs moving a little bit. Kind of gives you something to think about real quick in between the shooting. Um, I think one part that adds to that too uh, that I noticed was the, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, rope physics that are in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can actually do puzzles by, you know, throwing, you know, a rope or a cord over or under or through things, uh, which is an interesting dynamic. I feel like somebody made that in the engine and they're like, we're going to use that a lot. Cause yeah. like, <laughs> it's like, you got to plug this cord into a, into a socket. And I'm like, okay. And I walk over, throw over a fence, I plug it in. And then they're like, Hey, how are we going to get up there? Oh, here's our rope. And you throw it yeah. over, you climb up it. So they're getting a lot of use out of that. Um, out of that mechanic, but the first uh, Last of Us, there's a lot of grabbing things for Ellie to get on, or lots of dumpsters. Dumpsters, yeah. Uh, when we're playing this, I saw a dumpster, and so I'm like, oh, but got it. I gotta grab that. That's for something. Um, but yeah, they 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 do some fun creative stuff with that. And on that note too, uh, one thing that this game does better than almost every game ever is the ambient dialogue is nonstop. There's always something being said if there's multiple characters or if they're by themselves, they have something to say about the situations that are happening to the point where if you are sitting there trying to figure out a puzzle, you're not just like in a quiet open area going like, what do I do? 
like, you know, characters will walk around talking, figuring out with you. And even when you read like notes that are in every game ever, they're just like is exposition on lore and the story and stuff like that, where you just read a note, people are leaving all over the fucking place for some reason in every game. Um, Ellie will actually read it, or as you're reading it, she'll actually like tell Dina what she's reading. Mm. So even if somebody doesn't want to read the whole thing and get the gist of it, it's really smart, and it's an extra effort that most people wouldn't do in their game. So uh, they really, you know, they're really pushing um, a lot of. Uh, I wouldn't say what to expect from devs because I don't expect this from most devs, but uh, yeah, I kind of wish for it from a lot of devs uh, in that regard. Um, yeah, I don't know if I have much else to say. Well, not every game needs to be a cinematic uh, experience. One hundred percent. So because we talk about all the time on the channel as well, that playing like just a game that's a game. Yeah. Don't need no big story. Don't need doesn't need to be realistic and gritty. All that shit. Uh, just want, has to be fun. I mean, we played Tome recently. Check out uh, Plus Club if you want to know our review on that. But simple game. You take pictures. It's not the Last of Us Part Two. So yeah, there's plenty of room for all that. But when we're talking about Big fucking companies, world round devs, shitloads of money being poured into a game. There's The Last of Us Part Two made by Naughty Dog. And then there's also a triple A game called Battlefield 2042. <laughs> and there's fair. a fucking world of difference between yeah, those games. True. So there's a standard in triple A that some people will do. And when you look at other people doing triple A games, you're like, what the fuck are you doing? There's indie <laughs> games out there that are better made than this yeah. with less money. So anyway. I'm not gonna fucking I'm not gonna rant. Um, Lost Part Two is great, love it. Um, Want to play through it more with you and get the full story. And then if we do do that, we will continue this review uh, in a separate episode because I've been dying to have like a legit. This will be my legit review, but a full uh, discussion on the game as a whole with somebody. I've been wanting to do that for a long time. So, um, yeah, great game, a lot of fun to play. Very brutal, very dark. Anything else you want to say? On impressions? Um, outside of the, a lot of stuff you said, uh, the only other things I could really think of is, you know, music in the game's done really well, but it was done really well in the first game. So mm-hmm. I'm not surprised by that, but it is definitely appreciated. Um, it the, really is a character characteristic of the game. Yeah. It, the, it really is part of it's, the... It's a little weird. Well, yeah, you find guitars everywhere. <laughs> Yeah. So, but it's a little weird that, uh, and it makes sense, right? It's post-apocalyptic world. What songs would be passed down? But it's weird hearing games or not games, uh, music from uh, like my childhood. So mm-hmm. <laughs> a little strange. That's the past for them, dude. That's the so, past for me. Relic of a <laughs> bygone era. Um, yeah, and then outside of that, I, I also uh, one part uh, that kind of stuck out to me was when you were traveling through. That area that was trapped the way it was. Um, some of those traps were pretty hidden because mm. um, if you're just flying through there, you, there's no way you're not hitting it. So, um, you talking about like the mines, mm-hmm. yeah, claymores. Yeah, it, it. If you're looking, you see them just fine, but you can overlook them pretty easily, and it just adds some tension to that part of the game where you're just like, oh god, okay, let's get through this. Yeah, by the time you probably would get sick of it, it's done. Yeah, no, the game is paced really well. So. They did a good job in that regard. And then uh, I've also really enjoyed the level design. seems to be done really well because uh, you'll be in like a building and you'll spend a pretty decent amount of time in there. And I'm like, this 
doesn't feel like you've just been in like a room mm-hmm. the whole time. You've been in like multiple parts of the building and it kind of feels that way. So um, they did a good job in that regard too. So, Yeah. One last thing I want to say before we jump into recommendations is playing through this time uh, is a lot more enjoyable than the first time because the first time I played the game, I was coming from the leaks and they didn't negatively impact me as much as a lot of people. But um, having that information without the context, I was like, okay, I don't like what you did there. I don't know what the story is, but uh, prove to me that you did that right. So I'm playing through the beginning of the game and I'm like, is this like, what's the point of this? Why are you going this way? And by the time I beat it, I appreciated it. But playing it, knowing what's coming, um, I was able to put my guard down and just kind of play the game. And I, I'm enjoying it a lot more the second time around. So it's really interesting. Yeah. I mean, I think most people, there's, there's a, there's a set of people who, who don't like spoilers don't matter to them at all. But mm-hmm. I, I do think, um, specifically anything story heavy that spoilers are, um, just so unfortunate because uh when you're telling a story regardless if that medium is a, a movie a book or a game or whatever um if you're not taking it in the way that it was crafted for you to take it in you're you're not getting the the intended experience and so like uh it's it's tainted basically so which is unfortunate uh well that's that's the word that's the word i've been using with this was the game was tainted before it came out because I remember when those leaks happened, the narrative was, uh, you know, Neil Druckmann wants to kill off Joel so he can pass the torch to a girl, which is stupid. Um, And a girl kills him and you're going to play as her um, because now she's like, you know, taking over form or something like that. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Like, (laughs) that sounds fucking stupid. But a lot of people were like running with that narrative. I'm like, where are you getting that from? And that's how much it tainted the water of like the game's release like if you would just played it blind and that would have happened you would have went like whoa what the fuck and you would have kept playing to find out what's going on but when this narrative builds off this leak that happens where you just see her kill joel without any context just some chick with a golf club going boom and killing him and you're like why'd they kill him off like that like no context but people made up their own stories which is people may have some really crazy stories well and regardless of the the character uh their their gender or whatever um mm-hmm. it was just like a big part of no it, no like for sure and, i was like and, what do you and there are you know obviously there's a lot of nuance to to that topic and alone but yeah um sure. referring to the last of us regardless of mm-hmm. like it the idea of passing the torch on to a girl and it's not like it, this was a random character they're passing the torch this is an established character you played yeah. an entire fucking game with exactly yeah um so I, I don't really like that character could have been a boy and it would have been the same thing. Like, so I, I, I don't see that in this case. Well, the, the torch is kind of the, the story's torch gets passed to Ellie, uh, through the events in the game, but not for any kind of like, um, there was that a perception of like, it was being, uh, thought of as like, uh, they're passing it on to her to meet some kind of like social quota. I mean, they probably, which I I could see somebody else doing possibly in like a shitty TV show or something like that, but they didn't do it here. Well, it's easy to have that opinion too, just because a lot of people in game development um, have those views very vocally, mm-hmm. um, and so it, it could be really easy to see that. Uh, yeah, and if it came off blatant in in any medium, 
um, call it out for sure. Um, cause that's just bad storytelling. hundred percent. So that's always my problem with anything like that. Anything shallow like that. I'm like, that's just lazy, dude. Yeah. And, and uh, I want to keep this obviously a little yeah. on the short side cause it's, it's kind of uh, detracting, but yeah, we'll um, go back to the, just the game. Sarah Connor and Terminator is a strong female character who's, who's amazing, uh, in that movie and make helps make that movie. Um, and we weren't told that just like, I feel Ellie is a strong character that we've watched to get stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, and we weren't told that. So yeah, I think it's very equal, very natural, very, just good writing, good characters. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a difference, but anyway, that, yeah. that was just a, a really strong talking point before the game came out that I think ruined a lot of people's ability. And I, I'm pretty resolved in, in the way I think and I'm pretty nuanced. So I was able to look at that and just go like, I need, I need the story. I need the context. I'm not stoked about it, but like, you know, I got to play it. I did. But yeah. a lot of people were just like, I'm not going to play this ever. They ruined it. And I'm like, you don't even know. So anyway, I'll leave it at that. Um, yeah, that's all I'd say. So let's jump into recommendations. Unless you have anything else to say. Nope. Uh, if you're a fan of last of us, play this. <laughs> And I, th- I this is one. Of, this is one of the only times I'm being like legit about that. A lot of times I kind of say that as a joke. Like I assume you played it if you're a fan of the series, but there are fans of the first game that did not play this. Play it. Just play it. Get it on sale. Play your friend's copy. I don't care. Watch it all the way through on YouTube if you really have to. Although I never think people should be really doing that unless you know they have reason to do that. I guess. But uh, play through it if uh, if you're a fan of the first game. Because it is a uh, it is a good sequel to that game, um, and it's a good evolution of that gameplay. If you're a fan of AAA games, big budget, high quality, great looking games that show the the might and power of a lot of money and a lot of talent, uh, play it. If you like cinematic games, games with uh, very uh, cinematic storytelling, uh, play it. Um, if you like zombie movies, this isn't a zombie uh, story, but you could relate it to a similar situation, uh, play it. If you like horror, it's not really that scary of a game, but uh, it is, it's it's a scary situation to be in a post-apocalyptic world with different factions trying to kill each other and, uh, you know, fucking spore monsters uh, after you. Uh, clickers are pretty creepy. A lot of dark places. So if you like horror, definitely check it out. Um, if you like third-person shooters, I would recommend it to you. It's a very competent and very fun third-person shooter. Um, fully fleshed out, in my opinion. There's a lot of crawling around, running around, setting up uh, mines, shooting. Bow and arrow That's a lot of fun to shoot. Um, so, yeah, if you're looking for uh, even like if you're looking for like a gory shooter, it's got pretty impressive gore physics and uh, effects. So if you're looking for some brutal kills in a game, you can get them here. If you like stealth games, people don't ever talk don't ever talk about The Last of Us as a stealth game. It is. You sneak around. It's got uh, you know AI to uh, lose track of where you're at. Um, you don't know this, but you probably do. Maybe from the trailer, there's dogs in the game oh, that yeah. like will pick up your scent and start tracking you down. You can really play this game like fucking Salt Snake if you want to. So um, as a stealth fan, I really like that stuff. Um, you sneak up behind people, take people out, stuff like that. Um, I mean, I recommend it to, like, most people. Uh, I think there's certain... I mean, I wouldn't recommend it to someone's kids. But uh, but for the... It's a really, (laughs) really mature story. It's really intense. Um, I'm sure plenty of kids played it. I know some adults who probably couldn't handle it. Yeah. Um, And if you like uh, the Vengeance trilogy, 
you know, sympathy, no sympathy for, um, or sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, uh, and like old boy and stuff like that. If you like really dark revenge tales, this is one for sure. Um, yeah. You don't got anything? No. Okay. All right. Uh, well, I know you went first on impressions, but I'd like to hear your grade because okay. with the emphasis of that you have not finished the game, so this is more of your review of this impression. Yeah, so the beginning of the game, uh, I think, has done a good job of getting me interested in what's to come, which is very important. There, so there was a hook, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm impressed by the AAA nature of the game. It's uh, kind of a rare treat I that, uh, like you mentioned earlier, is only really done by a handful of companies, unfortunately. Um, Looking forward to God of War Ragnarok. Agreed. Uh, but... Without a payoff, I can't go too high. So I'm going to give it a B plus for now. I do think uh, it's a good starting point. I'm looking forward to the other perspective of uh, Abby because uh, they've already shown that it's going to be a thing and you've brought it up that it's going to be a thing. Um, the flashbacks, all that stuff, and then uh, inevitably the finale because, I mean, that really kind of made The Last of Us the oh, int- yeah. the beginning and the end of that game. So It's got um, one. Yeah, it's got I, a finale. So I'm sure this game, in similar fashion, rough beginning. I'm sure it'll have a rough end. So, yeah, both games they end and you just go, hmm, <laughs> and you think about it. So, yeah, um, I think that's fair. I mean, I, I kind of want to make a, a little clip now where it just shows Joel's head getting caved in with a golf club, and then you're just like B plus because that's pretty much as, as much as you've seen story wise. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, we gotta we gotta play more. Um. That's that's fair. That's fair. You're like a third through the game, so um, maybe a little bit more. I don't know. Uh, okay, so I'm going to grade this. I've been kind of shuffling between two things, but I think I'm just going to do it. I'm going to give this an A+. Um, I think the story's fantastic. I think the character's fantastic. I think, think the performances are fantastic. Um, I think the world is crafted well. The The graphics are really good. Uh, Gameplay's a lot of fun. Um, it is. It, it excels in every way that other games don't. Um, it's not the best game ever made. In case you're you're not a fan of the the, the game, um, but uh, you can't deny its quality. And if you do like the story, it resonates with you. Um, you like the characters. It's it's a highlight of all gaming. You look at it. It's the Last of Us Part Two for a reason. So uh, easy A plus. Almost out of an A, just because I was like, I think I like the first game a little better. Uh, not gameplay wise. Second one's so much more fun to play, but um, storyline wise, but. Uh, no, it's it deserves an A plus. It excels beyond so many other games in what it does. So, uh, yeah, fantastic game. Highly recommend it. All right, anything else? I think that's it. All right, well, let us know in the comments what you guys think of the Last of Us Part Two. Um, for Chevy's sake, try to avoid future spoilers. If you do have spoilers, just like write spoiler warning at the top or of the comment. Check the comments. Yeah, we can do that too because <laughs> I have played throughout the game. So if you have like hard opinions on this game, you want to discuss them, let's do in the comments. Be respectful. I'm okay with people disliking the game. I'm okay with people fanboying over the game, all that kind of stuff. So uh, yeah, like and dislike whatever the hell you want. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about it. Um, and what do you think about the the game of the month picked? You guys picked 
Let me know what you're thinking about in the comments below. But that's going to do it for this episode of Game of the Month. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on our streams and uh, socials. Link down below. Uh, check out our Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all the time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us in audio form. Uh, we have a Patreon if you'd like to support the channel more than liking, commenting, sharing, and subscribing if you're brand new. And I have a TikTok that is currently under uh, attack by uh, Blizzard fans. Um, and you can check that out if you want. Uh, I almost have half a million views on that video. And I'm like, stop watching it. Go away. I don't want you here. Um, anyway, go check out the chaos there. It's a uh, taste senpai. Um, I should link it. We talked about that last episode. And uh, thanks again for voting, guys. Thanks again for watching. I've been Seth. It's been Chevy. And uh, until next one, have a good one, guys. And take it easy.